0: section fifteen of birds volume three number five may eighteen ninety eight recorded for librivox dot org by larry wilson spring thoughts and now there is such a fiddling in the woods such a vile creaking of bough on bough that you would think music was being born again as in the days of orpheus orpheus and apollo are certainly there taking lessons i and the jay and the blackbird too learn now where they stole their thunder they are perforce silent meditating new strains methinks i would share every creature's suffering for the sake of its experience and joy the song sparrow and the trenchant fox-coloured sparrow have they brought me no message this year is not the coming of the fox-coloured sparrow something more earnest and significant than i have dreamed of have i heard what this tiny passenger has to say while it flits thus from tree to tree god did not make this world in jest no nor in indifference these migratory sparrows all bear messages that concern my life i love the birds and beasts because they are mythologically in earnest i see the sparrow chirps and flits and sings adequately to the great design of the universe that man does not communicate with it understand its language because he is not alone with nature i reproach myself because i have regarded with indifference the passage of the birds i have thought them no better than i i hear the note of a bobolink concealed in the top of an apple-tree behind me though this bird's full strain is ordinarily somewhat trivial this one appears to be meditating a strain as yet unheard in meadow or orchard he is just touching the strings of his theobore, his accord, his water-organ and one or two notes globe themselves and fall in liquid bubbles from his tuning throat it is as if he touched his harp with an evasive liquid melody and when he lifted it out the notes fell like bubbles from the trembling strings methinks they are the most liquidly sweet and melodious sounds i ever heard they are as refreshing to my ear as the first distant tinkling and gurgling of a rill to a thirsty man Oh, never advance farther in your art. Never let us hear your full strain, sir. But away he launches, and the meadow is all bespattered with melody. Its notes fall with the apple blossoms in the orchard. The very divinest part of his strain drops from his overflowing breast singletum in globes of melody. It is the foretaste of such strains as never fell on mortal ears, to hear which we should rush to our doors. And contribute all that we possess and are or it seemed as if in that vase full of melody some notes feared themselves and from time to time bubbled up to the surface and were with difficulty repressed thoreau end of section fifteen this recording is in the public domain